A very good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us on the program this afternoon. It's your health on 88.1 FM BCA radio. Yes, I promised last week that our resource person will be back to do the concluding parts of family planning and its benefits to the society. Yeah, she actually obliged us and she's here in the studio to talk on you know, the consequences of not adopting child birth spacing, that of uh, benefits of family planning and the rest of them. I'm also confident, uh, resource person, it's a pleasure to have you back on the show this week. Thank you very much. Good afternoon, listeners. My name is Ngechi Nwoko, and it's good to let you know that Obonso Confidence is the IBS State Family Planning Coordinator. And of course, from what she taught us last week, you can agree with me. She is really in charge of her profession. I think uh, this is more like a call than a work you do, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. It's a calling, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'd like us to start off from where we left off last week. Okay. Before we got choked with time, we wanted to talk about the after effects of any of the methods you mentioned. Maybe you can start by freshing our minds with some of those methods. Okay. Uh, last week, if we can recall, we talked about some methods. And I told our listeners that we have, uh, I would say, three or four methods in groups, we mentioned the barrier methods that involve the male and female condoms. We also mentioned the hormonal methods that involve the pills, the injectables, and then the implants. We talked about the non-hormonal methods, that is the intrauterine device, the IUD. Time did not permit us last week to mention the tubal ligation or the vasectomy for men. Okay. The tubal ligation means that the, the tubes of the woman will be permanently occluded, while the vasectomy means that the tube of the man through which the sperm travel will be permanently uh, occluded or not allowed to perform. That's okay. the vasectomy, which many men are opting for now. And then the tubal ligation. These these two are the permanent methods. While the other one, like I said last week, are reversible methods. Okay. All right. So uh, we are talking about the impacts of that. In our counseling, when we are attending to clients, it's one of the concerns that we need to uh, we usually address because for anybody coming to you or to us to assess health services must be thinking towards getting good service and good health nobody goes to the clinic to get ill health sure. or untoward situations and so it's a major concern we address when we are cancelling claims well there's one point i want us to please even understand there is what in health or in medicine we call side effects and there are things we call adverse effects okay. it's what i want us to really have at the back of our mind not every effect on towards effect or not every effect of a drug generally not just family planning is something to worry about there are some effects you don't worry about we say it's normal and it's not harmful to the user of the drug and so it also applies to family planning drugs 
or commodities. Okay. So I will talk about the side effects and I'll talk about the adverse effects. Okay. So in family planning, any of the effects that we see as side effects are just the character of the drug that the body is exhibiting on the body but it's not harmful to the woman. For instance, because we cannot talk about all the side okay. effects, sure. let's just talk about one that most women get worried about. Let's talk about the hormonals. I will say it on the part of the hormonals, and I also say it on the part of the intrauterine divide, the one that just occludes. The side effect of menstrual changes, menstrual changes, where the woman's menstrual characteristics is changed by the drugs. So some women express worries. They see it as an adverse effect, but we tell them it's a side effect. For instance, if we think about what a hormone is, we know that a woman's menstrual cycle goes with the function of the female hormone that is in a woman's body. And that determines when a woman, we say, is fertile or non-fertile. And if it goes according to nature, it means that woman must become pregnant when she is fertile. So this drug will come in now to alter it so that that woman will not become pregnant when the body orders for pregnancy. Do you understand it? Do. So it means it has to alter it. Your menstrual cycle might change. It might change in terms of timing. It might change in terms of volume. You may even stop having your menstrual flow until you stop using the drug. Some of them will say they have become barren. We say no. It's the character of the drug. It's the way it works. It's the modus operandi. If it doesn't do this, it will not work. So we keep reassuring them that menstrual changes are spotting. Sometimes they'll come back to say they are spotting. We tell them it's a side effect, it's not an adverse effect. We reassure them. We talk about the IUD also. We know that if for any reason any foreign body enters into your body, even conception, you can see that the first trimester when a woman conceives, for some people it's a hell sure. on it. Because there is a foreign thing, the body will fight hard and the woman will get disorganized. And so it is. The body do not easily accept foreign things. So when the IUD is implanted, some women, if they do not understand the counseling, some women will run back to us to tell us, oh, my menstrual cycle has increased. The volume is increased. I was using like two pads in a day. Now I can use three pads. We said the body is making effort to push it out, mm -hmm. but it will not. And that effort is by ensuring there's a bigger volume of body fluid, which is the blood. And then we reassure them within three to six months, it will try and get tired and allow it and begin to live with it. And so it's been happening like that. So these are the small, small side effects that, but it's not adverse reaction. We also use the World Health Medical Eligibility Criteria. What's that all about? The medical eligibility criteria is where World Health Organization have done all the needed research to know which method is suitable for each individual. Mm, I wanted to come to that. So and so that's why we talk about skilled and unskilled providers. That's okay. where the difference comes in. 
these skilled providers have been well tutored on the use of the medical eligibility criteria. Because if I give the wrong family planning method to the wrong person, not using this medical eligibility criteria, that is where the adverse effects we talk about coming. Okay. But if a skilled provider uses the medical eligibility criteria to check on a woman or a man, before administering any of the method, the much you can see is just the side effects, the welcome and acceptable side effects, not the adverse effects. Thank you very much. Now let's move ahead. What are the consequences of not adopting child bed spacing? Because we're well aware that some people are yet to embrace this. Yes, it's just for me to talk about it, but everybody knows it because it's something that affects the person. For instance, why I'm saying this is, in Igbo language, we said, What am I saying? It affects everything. It affects the woman. It affects the family. It affects the community. And it affects the government. So we'll briefly talk about its effect on these categories I've mentioned. Yeah. Let's talk about the woman. You are not doing child spacing. You are having babies every year. We have seen that many women have even gone in for that because the body is stretched and pushed beyond its acceptable limits. And you see some women dying during childbirth. Or you see some women having a lot of complications during pregnancy and childbirth. We have seen it. Now, a family's resource can cater for two children. And this family now, due to not having best person or controlled birth, knowing their limits, they have up to 12. Please tell me. <laughs> It's not something we even need to tell anybody, that you are only capable to cater for two children and you have 12 of them. The obvious will happen. Some will become thieves. They will worry you and you develop hypertension. You cannot even care for yourself. Sure. And so the family will be shattered. And not only the family being shattered, it goes as far as removing love which is a binding force of a family. Because the woman will be feeling the man is not doing his duties. The love that brought them together when they were cutting will fade and fights will begin ensue. You know that sexuality is important in male-female relationship, in marriage. And now when the woman becomes afraid of the husband because she doesn't want to become pregnant again and deny the man of his marital rights of having sex with her, the man will not see the woman eye to eye and there will be problem in the family. But when a woman is using a method, oh, my husband, come, I'm ready for you. You see them always together, holding hands together because they are not afraid of themselves and that love will increase. All right, how does it affect the children? Definitely, if I have two children and they are within my reach always, I will cuddle them, I'll give them what they demand, they have all the time to talk to me. Now imagine me sparing 30-30 minutes to talk to 12 children. I cannot cope. I will deny some what is their right as a child or what is my due as a mother. That is why when we talk about family planning, we are not only talking about the much your money can train. After all, they are billionaires. But these billionaires don't even have time to give the emotional training their children need. And in fact, it's a good thing for a child to say, my father told me when I was growing up, my father said this, my father said that. But in a family like that, even though the man have the money, the children will not have the benefits or the rights of saying in future, my father told me. Like me, I have a lot of things my father told me, which is seeing me through in life. So when we talk about the much you can train, we're not just talking about how much money you have, how much emotionally you can provide for them. So in a family where there are many, it's not possible. Now coming to the community, 
we are seeing a lot of characters now. We are seeing a lot of juvenile delinquencies now. And even the family that have few, remember, they are giving their children this emotional requirements, but these children must mix, mix up with their peers. Peers from a family where such is not provided, they will rather baptize these other children. You will now be wondering, where is my son learning these things from? Because there are families somewhere in the community that do not adhere to child spacing and family planning, and they don't have time for their children. And their children will now be the black seed that will corrupt the entire community, and the community will be in trouble. How does it affect the government? Remember, the government works with budgets. Do you understand? Sure. Government works with budgets. For instance, the government might budget that a classroom is supposed to contain like 15 to 20 children for effective learning. Now, me alone, I have 10 children. Remember, if it is 15 to 20 children, if another woman has another 10 children, it means one classroom is meant for just the two of us, the two families. Yeah. What happened to the rest? There's congestion in the class. The number of teachers the government employed to serve the children will be insufficient. And the teachers will be fagged out. You see them sleeping in the classroom. You see them unable to control the children. You see them unable to give out what is expected of a teacher because of pressure. So it affects the structure in the government uh, budget. Okay. You can see that family planning is important. It's an effective and a quick win to demographic situations. That's population situations. It's only family planning can do that. When we embrace family planning, everybody will gain. And standard of living will improve. Sure. And the health of the people will improve overall. And then dependent population will reduce. We will now begin to have that kind of demographic tree that we see in developed countries mm -hmm. where the non-dependent side of the tree tends, I mean the dependent side of the tree tends and then the non-dependent side of their demographic tree bulges out. But our own is like a pyramid now. And so we must take up to family planning. We must take it seriously for everybody to benefit from it. Okay. I want to take it back a bit. I'd like you to talk a bit on vasectomy, okay? okay. And tubal ligation. Yes. We'd like to find out whether it can prevent pregnancy immediately after it's done or affected on the man. Okay. Or, or does it wait for a while before it becomes oh, effective? Okay. If we have a little idea of the anatomy of the female and the male tube. Okay. When the egg is produced at the testes, that's the testes is housed in the man's scrotum, the scrotum that dangles out. Inside is testes, and it is this testes that produces the sperm. And so this sperm travels through a tube until it discharges at the penis through the urethra of the man. And so the vasectomy involves severing that tube, that is cutting it, so that there will be a dislodgement. The tube will not be patented again. I'm using a lot of words here. Okay. The doctor will severe it. It's basically a doctor procedure. So the doctor will severe it, or I will use another word, the doctor will cut the tube so that there will be no continuity. The sperm will not travel through. Now, 
that comes to the question you are asking whether it will prevent pregnancy immediately remember that just like a pipe of water it was filled it's possible that that point the doctor caught there may be sperm that must have passed that side okay to the outside so the doctor will advise a man that just underwent vasectomy mm. to give like three to five days okay to be sure okay okay that in case there is any of the sperm that may have passed okay. the point of disjunction okay the point where the doctor caught to do the operation Minor it's just pressure. a minor, yes, it's a okay. minor pressure. Okay. So that's just it. And it does not okay. affect the men's libido, like many people okay. will fear. It okay. does not. Then know. for the tubal ligation, it's the same thing, trying to severe the fallopian tube okay. so that the egg that is produced at the ovary, it okay. travels through the ampullia part of the fallopian tube, through, 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 until it is fertilized and it comes back to the uterine body. So okay. when the doctor now severed the tube, there will be no link okay. between the ovary. The ovary will still be producing, okay. but there will be no link. Okay. And so one question one will ask is, if the ovary is still active, what happens to the egg? <laughs> the body normally so absorbs... Yes, that's what I'm answering. I ask and I'm answering. <laughs> the body normally absorbs those things. Okay. They don't accumulate to be a problem. Okay. The body absorbs them. Okay, we just have a few more minutes to go, but I'd like to find out from you what is being done in the states in the area of advocacy and sensitization. I know the Challenge Initiative, they've been doing quite a lot to sensitize the people, but on the state level, what is being well, done? Well, uh, we are doing much because, like I mentioned... We are here that, in the studio doing our own, no? Yes, so <laughs> the primary health care under one roof is in charge of the public facilities and in the family planning department here in the ministry of health and abia state primary health care development agency we from time to time organize what we call enrich okay it's an implementation strategy enrich enrich means that the facility officer will go into the community that she serves to campaign okay to have a meeting with the community members, educate them on family planning, and whoever that wants to assess that service will be moved to the health center okay. for service. So every quarter, the UNFPA, United Nations Fund for Population, I am sure since two years now, have been supporting the facilities in every quarter to go out for the enrich. And again, as a state, we have been collaborating with media houses from time to time, some media houses give space for the family planning unit, just like you are doing now, okay. All right, to thank you. talk to people about family planning. Okay. We also have the advocacy core group, which is the Challenge Initiative. I mean, the faith-based organization okay. that is campaigning for family planning. Faith-based organization is a combination of the Muslims and the Christian fold. They are working together. Interesting. And they have a meeting. And then this faith base, all the churches, their church leaders are members of this faith base. Really? Because we told them that you are their shepherd. You are only not teaching them about knowing God. You are expected to teach them about how their family will be together. Because where there is a kind of turbulence in a family, they may not attend church. 
There will be busy fighting at home. Definitely. And again, the churches have the power of telling its members. And they will adhere. And they will adhere. And so we have encouraged them to speak up positively and publicly for family planning to their members. And some of them have done well to organize family planning campaign and they will involve us. They will organize all their church members and we'll talk to them about family planning and it's yielding a marvelous result. In fact, I will tell you that since our collaboration with the challenge initiatives, there's a lot of changes because they came in with all these implementation strategies which we didn't know earlier on. And so since we started implementing them, we have seen a good result. Our bar in most of the national graphs, you hardly see a beer graph coming up. We're almost on the line. But right now, we are competing favorably. Hmm, that's good news. With, yes. And <laughs> so if we continue using all these strategies, the Challenge Initiative have demonstrated. And also, just like they have gone as far as bringing the media together, the print, the television, and the radio together. So if we are to be faithful with our promise of spreading the information. I think something more interesting will happen. Well, we all need it. You can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very one much. more thing before we go. Okay. Right. Maybe in just a few words. How right. did you cope in rendering family planning services during COVID-19? To be honest, initially it wasn't easy. Everybody was afraid. But the government kept talking to us. The organization that really helped us is... Marastops International, they came to pull us out from our houses. They say we can do it. We can't stay back while our women die. Yeah. COVID kills and pregnancy kills, if not well managed. They brought us back. And the United Nations Fund for Population, UNFPA, supported us with a lot of COVID-19 gadgets. So they say go into the field and ensure that women live. The other state government did a lot. With the support of the NCDC that is even housed in the agency, Abia State Primary Healthcare Development, they kept encouraging us and we came out from our holes and we continued. It wasn't easy initially, but we were able to scale through. That's good to know. Now, just your final word before we go, because time is no longer on our side. Well, like we have been discussing, it is for the benefit of the individual, couple, and family to embrace family planning. All the goodies we're expecting from the government, the government will be able to do if we do our part. And our part is to maintain optimum population. Okay. It is on that point that we'd like to thank you in a very special way, Mrs. Oboso confident. You are the Abia State Family Planning Coordinator and I must say you've really done well. Thank you so much for coming. I'm grateful for this opportunity to talk to our communities, to individuals, couples and families to assess family planning services for their benefit. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for sparing the time to listen to this information and I expect that you'll implement what you have heard. Thank you very much. Well, like Oliver Trist, I'd like you to come more. Oh. You love bladders? In fact, it's my pleasure to be with you always. Okay. On behalf of the recording engineer, Onyechi EGK, my name is Mkechi Mwogu. Thanking you and wishing you the very best. Stay blessed.